Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony. I'm here with my other host. It's she, her, me, Miss Miriam T. Yes, you guys, today it's just me and Miss <laughs> Miriam T, unfortunately. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> but this is an episode that Miss Miriam T and I are very excited about because we've been trying to get them off for a while. It's been cooking in the Easy Bake Oven for a minute. <laughs> for what? Like the last season, we've been talking we've about been it. Talking about it, wanting yeah. it to happen, and here yeah. we are in the air conditioned office. No, upstairs. So nice. I've been waiting historic. for this invite for like two years. <laughs> I know. Yeah. She, she comes on before she's even introduced. That's my mother. Yes, you guys. So today we have two San Diego legendary queens. Glitz Clam and Disco Dolly. Yeah, How got, are you guys? We got the GG and the Hi, DD. Everybody. Hey, go <laughs> Yes, it's going to be a very fun episode. It's I can already tell. So we are here be. at Urban Mo's, which in, we're usually here every weekend. In the lovely area. It's your first time in the upstairs uh, office. Yes, You've never exactly. been behind the I scenes know. at Urban glamorous. Mo's. Isn't it glamorous? glamorous? Look at all of the <laughs> look at all the computers. Look all at all the, the paperwork. <laughs> look at all the bottomless mimosa wristbands. Most queens hate us because um, we get our makeup on up here, and uh-huh. we never we never have to sit backstage and sweat oh, really? and be bitter. So yeah, and they're always like, chair. "Oh, you're too bougie for us." Yes, absolutely. Like, um, <laughs> do you see the air conditioner right up here? Oh, is that my bracelet? No, we have the same one. Oh, Barry gave the us the same bracelet. Bitch. He gave us I'm the same one. Away. So yes, we are at Urban Mo's, which is San Diego staple. It's been here. How long? 27 years. 27 years, yes. Well, prior it was, um, it was uh, Hamburger, Hamburger Mary's. Mary's. Yes. And then they took over and renamed in 93. I was two. Screw I was in high school. <laughs> I, I was, was graduating high school. <laughs> I was high school. <laughs> okay, good, good. There you go. <laughs> I think this was in, I was like, out of college. high school. Were yeah. you? I graduated June 93. Are you, Glitz, are you originally from San Diego? I'm from Connecticut. Oh, how oh, long have you been Ohio. in San Diego? I've been in San Diego since 2008. Okay. Yeah. Prior wow. 17 years in Miami, Fort Lauderdale area. And okay. she's not allowed back. <laughs> like, Get out. <laughs> Travel no. back once a year. I'm going every back March. in March with her. We just oh, talked wow. about it. Oh my God. I want to go together. I want to go. She's Wait, like, what, you, when are you guys going? March. March. She's like, if oh. you want to go, go. That'll be terrible. Wait, Nadia Simone wants to go too because she wants all the Cuban dick. <laughs> oh, well, of course she does. <laughs> Hello. She, she said, does. I love foreskin. I think Miami would be wonderful. We may not. We may not. Disco, are you originally from San Diego? Where are you from? No, I'm originally from Seattle. How long have you been? In San Diego. Uh, I came here in 2007, and then I moved away in 2013. Okay, and I was in Las Vegas and Portland, and then I came back in 2018. And yeah, so I've been back for a year and a half. Oh wow! Okay, and you guys love San Diego. What oh, are yeah. your viewpoints on San Diego? Let's get into that. Ooh. Blitz. No, I love San Diego. I love That's San Diego. I, I totally do. I wish I um, I could afford. But I mean, you can't beat this motherfucking weather. No, yeah, you can't it's beat like, the weather and the community here is one of the reasons why I came back because living in Vegas and in Portland, there's really no gay community like per se there. And either of those places, so I wanted to come back to a place that there's had a, a lot of community, a community here. here. Yeah, there's a lot, a really supportive community since mm-hmm. we started this, which has been amazing. Like people really are like they're very protective of San Diego. Well, San Diego, mm-hmm. I always tell people, I'm like, it's like the 
the the biggest small town yeah. or it's like the smallest big town whichever big way you look city. at it it's like yeah. a big little city like I can go anywhere I can be downtown wherever I'm gonna run into somebody I fucking know, I know. Yeah. it never fails yeah. it's like the weirdest little like blip on the map it's like a nice like if you want to get out of your like tiny Daily, little yeah. podunk hometown yeah. but you don't want like where you're from it. LA or New York or whatever because <laughs> right. it's so chill here yeah. it's just right you're, you're just, just you're right. just close mm-hmm. enough to Vegas you're close enough to LA yeah. Palm close Springs to Tijuana <laughs> you're a short flight to San Francisco yeah. I mean so, it's perfect so Glitz how did you get started with drag and how did Glitz Glam come to be God, oh. I that's kind of a, uh, a loaded um, question. It's, even blurry. <laughs> it's blurry. It's very blurry. Um, you know, uh, my best friend uh, was transitioning a long time ago, and she had gone prior to transitioning. She had gone to uh, Joe Blasco School for makeup. And, oh, in L.A. Uh, no, this was Is in Orlando. It, oh, he still okay. had a school in Orlando. It's no longer there. But uh, she would come home and she would show me what she learned, you know, contouring and and basic makeup and so forth. And that's when I started playing in makeup. Um, And I was much more club kid at the time. So I did a lot of glitter. And um, people used to call me. Well, my first drag name was Party Girl. Like Parker Bowles. Uh, wait a minute. This is girl. the first time I've what? ever heard that. It was just Party Girl. Hey, who invited her exclusive? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, um, you know, it just like, I wore a lot of glitter on my face and people started calling me glitter and then glitz kind of formed from that. And okay. r- really glitz was formed kind of out of a dark space. Um, I was diagnosed HIV positive when I was 19. Um, I was taking an 11 what, inch. What year was oh. that? <laughs> Wait, you were taking an 11 inch what? You were taking an 11 inch what? <laughs> that 1864. was. 1864. Um, I was diagnosed in June 1997. Uh, and uh, I was taking an 11 inch Puerto Rican cock nightly. <laughs> I knew he was positive. He said he wouldn't come in me. Um, he did, apparently, more than once. And uh, I, I, I felt dirty. I felt ashamed. Mm-hmm. I felt sick. I had doctors told me I had 10 years to live tops, um, even with medicine at the time. Uh, I started on the 25 pill regimen, used to throw up blue foam at night and all that shit. And drag became kind of an escape from the reality of death. You know, it was kind of like my armor. When I went out as in, in this alter ego, I was just this shiny, sparkly ball of energy um, and a lot of meth and um, whatever, <laughs> whatever drug we'll came my way. We'll get to those stories <laughs> later. <laughs> whatever drug came my way. And then, you know, Glitz kind of just, um, she wanted to become more uh, feminine and mm-hmm. she became Glitz Glamour. Not glamour, glitz glamour is how we pronounced it. Oh, uh, and she wore corsets and big hair and titties and heels. I love seeing those old pictures. Girl, of they like, flash <laughs> up every once in a while. I love it. Um, and then I even questioned transitioning for a while. I mean, I pretty much, oh, really? I worked, what, seven days a week. I worked seven days a week. I did like nine bookings a week. I was making a shit ton of money. I, li- I lived with a straight man, like total thug from New York, Mikey. Oh, should I say his name? What does it rhyme name? with? What does it rhyme with? <laughs> um, Billy Billy Eilish. It, Billie Eilish. My, it rhymes with Billy oh, Eilish. God, and um, if any girls from South Florida are, are listening to this now, Latrice Royale, Champagne Bordeaux. <laughs> oh, um, oh I could God. keep going down the list. They all know Billy Eilish <laughs> as well. Um, he got around behind my back, and actually, wow. um, was it Amy DeMilo? 
I don't even remember now. Oh, see, this is why I've been waiting for this episode. No, I had a queen, a a continental queen from Orlando call me one day and she's like, you don't know me, um, but I know who you are and I really respect what you do and I just want you to know that your boyfriend is planning on moving up here to be with me behind your back. Shut up. Are you serious? Yep. And um, we like, the shit went down. I called Latrice. And I was crying to Latrice, and I told her what had gone on, and she was like, all right. Yeah, girl, but if I come over in there and take care of this, I'm only going to do it once. Now, mind you, my mattress at the time was on the fire out in the front yard of my apartment, because he set it on fire. And Latrice came over and grabbed that motherfucker, threw his ass out, and said, don't ever fucking come back. And that was the end of him. Latrice was my angel that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And wow. I stopped being... I, I continued doing drag for a while. It wasn't until I moved to um, the West Coast that I kind of embraced the gender fuck kind of masculine yeah. glam man, if you will. What I like about your drag, it's because I grew up very early 90s, late 80s, and I remember the club scene very well, the club kids. And it's a very, reminds me a lot of Lee Bauer mm. and like what Divine did and all mm. those people back in the day. Divine and I have the same birthday. Well, oh, really? She used to. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, until she died. Until, yeah. she died. until she died. But we still have the same birthday. Yes. So how, um, Glitz, how do you look at now with everything with HIV and prep out there? Then I remember growing up in the 90s and gradu- I graduated high school in 95 and it was a lot scarier then. It, it's, it's fucked up now because people still don't understand. They're uneducated. They're ignorant about it. I don't know if they're scared to learn about it or if they just... I don't know. It's 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 frustrating because you know I'll go on like line and I'll read people left and right when they fucking put clean, you know, STD free neg. I'm like, bitch, you have less chance of catching something from me as an undetectable, which means untransmittable individual who is on a regiment and gets tested every three months for STDs. You know, you have less chance of catching something from me than some guy who may or may not know if he's positive and may or may not be getting checked every three months. Because even if you get checked, you have to wait six months and not have sex for six months and get checked again if you really want to know your status. Do you think the culture's changed within the gay community since prep's been around for that? Do people seem less... When I... Like, I, I... What I've seen is, like, a younger generation doesn't seem to care as much. Mm. They're like, well, I'm on prep, I'm okay. There's a big difference now. Like, with prep, like, I feel like now it's just, they feel indestructible. Like, that the other things don't matter. Like, syphilis and gonorrhea and these new superbugs that are coming out because of this. Doesn't cover everything. No. No. And I also think I'll chime in as, like, like part of the younger generation. I also think as somebody who grew up with a keyboard in my hand that we just think we know everything. And that we yeah, are indestructible. Sure. Like, prep aside, I just think the fact that we think we're so enlightened because we've just had, if you didn't answer for something, we've had it in our hands for so long that we think it doesn't affect us or we think that we're, like, above it in a way. So I think that has something to do with it, too. Okay. On top of, like, prep. Like, we're just like, oh, we're just, we're smart. We know everything. We can, we can find an answer in my phone right here. Exactly. Because that's how we grew up. Exactly. I just feel that we need to stop the stigma and stop like the slut shaming. And like, there is a large group that will look at people on prep and just say, Oh, you're a slut. Exactly. You know, which is ridiculous. We can, we can end this epidemic like today Mm -hmm. if people would just stop and And educate, educate, know your status, talk to your partners, like just have a conversation before you fuck. 
Yeah. You know, like, when was the last time you get tested? You know? Yeah. Just yeah. have a conversation. It's real simple. Yeah. Wow. Just like Disco's drag. Ah! <laughs> 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 you didn't know <laughs> that. Are you still not recovered from Harry Potter trivia? You're still trying... <laughs> we did Harry Potter trivia. It was yeah. the first time Disco and I have hosted trivia together. And we oh, hosted... God. I came oh, back God. after and I was like, Disco, I'm sorry I ragged on your start. She was like, Jesus, I know. <laughs> she was like, well, you were... No, and it's different. If I was in drag, it would have been one thing. What, but you but were you ragging were out on of Justin. Yeah, I was ragging <laughs> I on the Justin. I had yeah. to do. I was busy. It was I wasn't fun, in though. the disco mode. <laughs> So, like this bitch is so coming disco, for me. How did you start with drag? Oh. What is your drag? See, we should have started start? it with me, and then went to like the super motivational, like inspirational, <laughs> oh, like story that is the- gonna is gonna change people's lives. Like mine. Hey, is, you like, never not- know. You never know. <laughs> hey, no, disco can change people's lives. If you Google drag, if you go on Pinterest yeah. and you search drag queen makeup, disco is like one of the first like ten or fifteen makeups that comes up. So nope. disco can change your and life. And I'm nowhere <laughs> to be found there. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we will have to tell stories about our makeup parties, like as well. Like, so, yeah. like back in the day. But I got started. I let's see. I've just celebrated my twenty second year doing drag. Fuck. Wow. Yeah. Both of us, twenty two years. Yeah, yeah. twenty two years. We didn't I, know each other in the beginning. No, I started in ninety seven. Ninety seven, and like all gay people, I started on Halloween. Like, and I just was yeah. so interested in makeup and. Um, that aspect of it. And then my boyfriend at the time was uh, kind of like a part-time drag queen and he had been on Jerry Springer and done that whole like drama bullshit, which by the way, I must tell you that I started doing drag in Huntington, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> my first drag mom was on Jerry Springer and she was in Memphis, Tennessee. So is like that same, your ex? Same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> I know her ex is my drag mom. I don't know. Oh I, I did live in Memphis for like nine months. Did so, you? Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. know that. So you're the Back grandmother, like I'm the mother, <laughs> and you're the child. child. Right. Three generations <laughs> here brought together on you. Nobody, nobody, nobody asked. You're an Alley baby, like you just. Oh, it was that Thank you. I'm a wire Night hanger abortion baby. That didn't work. <laughs> I kind of found her in a bag, and yeah. like... who hasn't? <laughs> who hasn't? No, it's really you good. find me in the bottom of a bag right. in yes. a bathroom stall. Yeah. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical. Then, what was your first name? Yeah. Who was oh your first no! What? Yeah. Let's give it. Let's give it. Okay, so I started doing drag in Huntington, West Virginia, and I was doing drag with like. Um, Stephen Wayne at that time was was working at Stephen Wayne is the big share impersonator in Las Vegas and like we were doing drag around the same time um, at the Driftwood Lounge and, <laughs> yes <laughs> the Driftwood Lounge come tonight to the Driftwood Lounge no cover before turn pitch. come on we can do it guys yep, come on and, uh, the wagon wheel one two sheet Cody Collins all these old yes Cody Collins yeah I started doing drag when she was like big in Huntington and um my name was oh god it's terrible okay, so it was, I don't know I'm it was Lady Ivy the Lady Ivy the Lady Ivy the Lady Ivy very specific it was very the yeah. it had to be the Lady Ivy and the reason I chose why? that name I know it's terrible it's just because a cunt no, it's, no oh but why I had to why I had to have the yeah. because I was the Lady Ivy like I wasn't just Lady Ivy like that's stupid like I was the Lady Ivy and the reason I chose Lady what Ivy season? is because my drag my boyfriend was Lady Jade or something? Yeah, Lady Jade. Lady Jade. Oh, Lady Jade. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you I also had to be a lady. Yes, but yeah. the lady, but not the just a lady. lady. No, yeah, but I had the to be lady. the lady, Lady yeah. Ivy, the yeah, Lady yeah. Ivy, terrible, the Lady Ivy. I love it. Oh, I'm only gonna call you that now. Ivy. No, please, I'll uh, punch you in your. Tongue. It's like what season of Downton Abbey were you? <laughs> like, seriously, <laughs> I know. I was you, definitely downstairs. Are you friends with Dame Maggie Smith? Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, it was it's the Lady Ivy. It was a thing. It was a thing. How did Disco Dolly come about? Well, when I left. West Virginia, um, and I went to Florida. You were um, still the lady. Oh yeah, Ivy. I was still lady. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I was in, and yeah. Oh my god, it was terrible. And <laughs> so, and that's when that's when I when I moved to um, Fort Lauderdale is when I actually when we met because we actually I moved into the apartment in. Um, Victoria Park. Victoria Park. Victoria Victoria Park. Yeah, and then she lived a block away mm-hmm. on the same street. Yeah. And uh, I started going out to Voodoo Lounge. Yes. And I first, I think I, I don't know if I first met you or if I met Daisy first. Probably Daisy because she hosted the show. Right. So and she I was... would always come and I would always do my face differently every time, and it was just like, you know, weird. Crazy young drag bullshit, and Daisy would pull you up on stage and yeah, stuff. and like just shout out to Daisy Dead Pedals. Yes, Love absolutely. Her. Yep, yep. So I met her, uh, them both around the same time at Voodoo Lounge, and um, Daisy, we were. But Daisy's a closed off cunt, so she doesn't really. <laughs> right, right. We weren't, we weren't like super. We weren't like super close friends, or didn't do anything. It was just like, oh, she would see me at the bar, and she'd be like, oh my god, you look crazy. Like, let's go, let's you know, go whatever. <laughs> and then one night, I was standing at the bar at the at the was I standing at the bar at the side? Okay, it's at the side bar. Remember where all the drag queens used to hang out? Like at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you bar? first came out of the dressing room, that right, very right. Corner. And there was a corner mm-hmm. right there, and I we think, all sat on there. Yeah, and I think. No, no, no. I, we were just hanging out in the bar, and you walked up to me, I think, and you just kind of, and you were just like, you just grabbed me, and you pulled me to the bar, and you were like, we're doing a shot. And we... Just out of the blue. It's out of the blue. And we just started talking, and like, that was it. Like, Clicked. That's yeah. how me and Glitz met, too. <laughs> Actually, that's how me and Glitz met. Normally, everybody tells me I gave them their first bump of K. But <laughs> well, I've still never done K. So I have a question for both of you. Both of you. Um, first impressions of each other. Very, very first impression. Very first impression. Yeah. I was intimidated. Okay. I was intimidated because I had just moved, you know, to Fort Lauderdale, and I was more of a club kid kind of drag um, and she wasn't very ladylike at all. Let me no. just put that in for, there. For no, the lady, lady she wasn't lady. No, I was lady not ladylike. No, no. And well, okay, look, pause. And then, so after I moved to San Diego, mm-hmm. like I, I, I moved to San Diego in like 2007, mm-hmm. I think, to the, a year before you did. And um, I just would decided like I, I just need to reinvent and I need to like start fresh and I need to do a new a, a new coast, new town, new city, new persona so i just killed lady ivy killed her dead and uh just came up and started being disco dolly and 
Where did that name come from? Because honestly, I don't think I've told you this. That's one of my favorite drag names. I know. Like, honestly, like, I, I don't think I've ever told you that because I don't no. want to say nice things to <laughs> But, like, I'm a stickler. Like, I just love drag names. Like, yeah. when you come mm. up with, like, I think my drag name is stupid. Miriam T. Like, it, it just happened. But, like. It is. Disco Dolly. Well, it was Miriam's Thistle Well, that's not the only but, like, stupid thing. Thank you. Um, but Disco Dolly, it just, like, rolls off the yeah. tongue. It's, like, an homage to, like. What like gay and drag is like founded yeah. in, which is disco and like that fun thing and like yeah. I just love a musical theater dolly disco Parton. dolly I love or it. dolly Parton, dolly yellow dolly yeah. that's well it's actually uh, from a soft cell song um, like nineteen eighty early eighties mid eighties soft cell song uh, called sex dwarf and it's a song about having a sex dwarf slave <laughs> and there is <laughs> there is a a line that says luring disco dollies well, to I, a life of vice. I think that's probably going to be our closing song for the episode. <laughs> yeah. we, have, we, we have a closing song for every episode, yeah. and I think it's going to be so that's, that's dwarf. Where- Sex dwarf. Sex, sex dwarf. sex dwarf. Sex dwarf by Soft Cell. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. That's what it's going to be for sure. So that's, that's where I came up with the that name. such a good drag name. It like, is. Disco it really dolly. Is. Oh, wait, yours too, Glitz Glam. No, like, it's not. Like, it's really not. Because when Why? do you know how hard it is to tell somebody my name in a nightclub? I have been um, Glips Glam. I have been Clits Clam. I like Clits Clam. That's funny. I like that's common right there. And I yeah, just find funny. I go how Glitz and Glam of Hollywood. How hard is that to not get? <laughs> yeah. Like well, that's why I stopped the thistle the thistle twice. So you can't even say out, it, bitch. Yeah, when I started coming out, people were like, "What?" <laughs> Miriam is enough. Like that's such yeah. an obscure name yeah. and like very rarely used it's mm-hmm. like cool, I like I that it's an a, old like Jewish well yeah, well, yeah. when I started drag <laughs> I mean when I started <laughs> drag her. it was a Halloween character I yeah, wore a velvet pantsuit shut the fuck up <laughs> I wore a velvet pantsuit with a fanny pack stuffed with prunes and multivitamins <laughs> why am I not and I, instead of a that's necklace that's you every Saturday shut we the record fuck up <laughs> instead of a necklace I wore a um, a casino lanyard with a casino card yeah. and like I was an old Yiddish bubba <laughs> and so I kept Miriam Thistle Twat but like people were like Thistle what you just spit on you you spit on me earlier that's okay it was your pimple it wasn't Glitz what was your first impression of disco when you first wait a minute no I gotta finish my story oh yeah yeah no 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 it's still about me okay so I was okay Miriam Jesus Christ you were gonna interview with three drugs I know what was I thinking Jesus okay go ahead and uh, no, I, okay, so I was I was intimidated just because she was everything that I that I you know thought that I wanted to be in drag like tall makeup was insane like just the 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 corset and the big shoes and like yeah. you know all those things that you see like when you live, see glitz it's like a force right yeah. exactly it's yeah. it it's epic you know yeah, especially my, back in the day like not to say that you aren't epic now but like back in the day like you, she would literally spend 6 hours on her makeup six days. and like everything wow. was like so detailed and so extraordinary that it was it was intimidating. Yeah. And I never had the same face twice. Never. Never. Not for, wow. not for almost yeah. 12 years. Yeah, and that same. was something that we, that was something that we did for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then we grew old. Um, <laughs> no, but then, and then once we started talking like that, and as soon as she grabbed my hand and like we went to the bar, yeah. it was like, all of that was gone. All of that was, you know, she was just like my best friend, like from that moment we on. We were sisters wow. from day one. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, and then to find out that we literally lived a block away from yeah. each other, That's like insane. so yeah. serendipitous. Like, can I tell right? you the first so time I can I tell you the first yes. time I went to her house? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
okay, wait, let me let me let me preface the story real quick. Okay. So <laughs> no me, preface. Go. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So just to let you know that me and my roommate, uh, Gabe, uh, we moved to Fort Lauderdale. Oh, how is Gabe? He's good. He's a word. Um, he <laughs> we moved to Fort Lauderdale on a whim. It was like we need to get out of here. Let's pack up the truck and let's go. So it was like within two weeks, we packed up a truck. We left our jobs, like everything. We came running. We went from to the Fort law. Lauderdale with no no place to live, no apartment book, no jobs, nothing. And we like just came here in a U-Haul, slept in an, in a hotel for like three nights while we apartment hunted, and we got the first apartment that we could, and it was a small one bedroom in Victoria Park. Go. Wow. <laughs> a small one bedroom <laughs> with <laughs> all white tile floor. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a feeling the white tile is going to come up later in the story. I did too. Three dogs. Three and dogs. one of them was a Great Dane. One Great Dane. Oh, wow. one, Literally. One Chinese crested. Yeah. And one. What was uh, the third Australian one? cattle dog. Uh, Australian that cattle is dog. a very. <laughs> Interesting. Oh yeah. Breed. Okay. Oh yeah. Especially the well, Chinese it, when, we, when I was when we were living in Huntington, like we had a huge house with a big yard and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So you didn't get had, that in Fort Lauderdale. We, you <laughs> we that had shit. room for those things. So <laughs> I don't know what we were doing that day, but we went back to your house and her Great Dane yeah. had <laughs> diarrhea. Oh no, girl. <laughs> It was out of a motherfucking horror movie. I have never seen. Oh, it was no. on the walls, the floor. The dog had run around on the bed. It was everywhere. I mean, everywhere. Oh, it was, everywhere. It was, I felt it was, so it was horrible for it her. Was first, first time I go to her house. <laughs> I was more. It was. I said, "I'm never gonna borrow your drag." No. (laughs) (laughs) It was was so sick. Was it was so. But I mean, like, her life was a shitty mess, just like mine. Yeah. And (laughs) we just really clicked together. And um, rest in peace, Arlo. He was. Yeah. That dog thought he was a human, and he was (laughs) as big as. So glitz. What was your first impression of Disco? (laughs) Why probably very sad. Bar. Did you pull him? Pull him and get him a shot. What was it? I've always really just appreciated people who are a queens artists who weren't afraid to go out of the box. And like, I saw her as a creative individual, like just something different, like down in Florida, like for the most part, the girls were, um, sexy and they, you know, they just were, they were sexy. They didn't wear breasts down there. Um, they didn't wear nylons or body or anything, but they were just real pretty and like little tiny dresses shaved and, and shaved right. and beautiful faces very and like long puss, falls. Puss, mm-hmm. Very yeah. puss, puss, cunt, cunt. Very Pussy sex. pieces. Like, and no, like that's a new name of the fabric. Puss, yeah. puss, cunt, puss, cunt, puss, cunt, cunt, cunt. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was, and I kind of, I never fit in anywhere there. Like I was, um, I was rated. I was rated the most underappreciated drag queen of South Florida in like wow. the, the That's daily like an actual category. It was an actual I category that I we, won. Can we have that here? Um, Kicks you know, I you. just I didn't fit in like with anybody really, and like oh, yeah. she was somebody that I saw that I could relate to, and that I could like I saw a piece of me in, and like you know, and from then on we just started painting together all the time. We always painted together. We yeah. always like. Sh- you know, we would we would try to go out like twinsy as much as possible, and she was just really cool. And she didn't have she didn't have the walls up like everybody else. I don't know. It yeah. was just the right time. I don't know if we would have oh, wow. met another time. It would have clicked the same way. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I had my other sisters in town, but mm-hmm. I never got as close to anybody as I did with her. I mean, Daisy and I are very close. Right, um, absolutely. But it took years for Daisy and I to become that close. You and I were like... Yeah. Like, it was Why overnight. did get a tea party eventually? We've yeah. been trying to get her at a tea party Why for forever. Why do you think that happens with people? I'm, I'm curious sure. about this because it was the same thing when I was putting this show together. The people I chose, it was... And when I first met Miriam, it was kind of like clicked very easily yeah so she met um she <laughs> tony you're a drag queen now oh, tony met me at um harry potter trivia yeah. which was the first trivia i hosted here last january they met me had no idea and then they reached out to do a guest spot and then it just clicked and, and i did like on. yeah they did so more guest spots about and then that yeah chemistry especially I think you just with like meet the right people yeah. like you meet the right people yeah like and you're like magnetized towards mm-hmm. and i think because you lived people. down the street you were it was easy for us yeah. Um, and then, like, that started the long history of working together. I mean, yeah. the <laughs> long you know? history. Yeah, no, Hello. but that, I mean, so we've always worked together. We've always worked together. have been in the nightlife scene for a long time. What are some of the craziest stuff you've seen happen, whether you're hosting a show, part of a show, oh, working in a bar? Okay, so is there any other questions that you want to ask us before we go I down mean, this that, road? Like, this is going, this is good, We're this, not coming no, back. Because this is going to be the end of, this This will be the end conversation because this is going to last for a while. Oh, that's I, fine. Know that's fine. To, I don't even know where to Wait, start. Yeah. Like, you have to categorize. Do you mean like yeah. sexual, dirty, tragic? I mean, right. there's so many Is it things I, that it's just like in the clubs or is it special events? Or God is damn. it? <laughs> or is it? We could do like an entire... <laughs> mini series on yeah. GGG because we we've traveled with um, you know event uh, like large event like we're talking million dollar parties yeah that so the, have okay been... so for the first one when you guys first started out and you first became friends and you were doing the drag doing going out and all that what was the first experience you guys had together that you kind of looked at each other and were like girl fuck really this is happening oh my god <laughs> All of it is such a blur. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think some there's of the most... so. I think there's so many times when I don't think that. Okay, so I don't know that we ever looked at each other and were like, "Girl, fuck." Like, I think we just every day was always, "Girl, fuck." Yeah, exactly. But we never said it like right. that. It was yeah. always just that like, was our life. Like hardcore. our life was like, hardcore. Really? Fort Lauderdale, Miami. I mean, we're talking seven days a week. I would like I would do meth for five days straight. I would do meth from Wednesday to Sunday, and then sleep Monday and Tuesday. Dang. And I would do about nine bookings in that time, and I was making like three to five thousand yeah. dollars a week. Holy shit. Yeah, it was one, a full. It was full time. One time, Glitz told me she was like, "I don't know how you're doing this much drag, and you're not doing math." <laughs> <laughs> she, was like, she was like, "She was like, when I was your age, and I was doing this much drag, girl." She's like, was, I don't know how you're doing it. It was Saturday, you know, Friday you did a gig, Friday night you did a gig, Friday after hours, then you did the pool party Saturday, and then you did another did Saturday oh, night, then you did another after hours, then you did Sunday day tea, then you went down to South Beach and did Liquid on Sunday night. Yeah, I'm like, that's not like, even including just, Miami. That's just yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Well, Miami's is an like example, 25 minutes away. This is an wow. example, and I use her as an example of like people that like were like professional drag queens before drag. We race. did it, yeah. And we I don't know your it. history as much, so like I don't know if yeah. you were, to, but like I use that all the time. Like glit, like when I'm, I'm like, what mm-hmm. about glitz? I'm like, she was doing the goddamn thing, like boat parties, going to Vegas, doing the Fort Lauderdale, like mm-hmm. all over, doing the thing before it was a thing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. she's like like a literal like I, pioneer. I of missed the, Drag yeah. Race by this much. Like if both, Drag like, Race would have come out like maybe two years sooner. Well, didn't mm-hmm. both of you get yeah. close, right? 
You both I mean, got I've, close. I auditioned five times. I know I made the top 20, I believe, the last time. And then I, you know. Will you audition again? No. Why? Uh, it's just oh, not I my thought you were going to. I had thought about it. I thought about going back. But you should audition as the first ever mother daughter. daughter. Like, no, girl. Like, I don't want to ruin your chances. Dro- you know, oh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, the very first podcast oh, we God. did was the Drag Queen Posse. Right. When podcasts right. first started. Yeah. And our uh, our producer, this was Mysteriosa, yeah. leaked the winner of Drag Race and got oh, a no. cease and desist yeah. from Rue. Yeah. And I think we were blacklisted because... Uh, me, Disco, yeah, TP Lords. Which is and, why I'm talking very nicely about uh, Drag yes, Race. Daisy Dead like, Petals, yeah. all of us. None of us have made it on the show, and all of us are incredible yeah. queens. I mean, yeah. TP Lords is a national club kid yes. of the country. Daisy Dead Petals is an entertainer of the year mm-hmm. and has been doing this shit for 25, almost 30 years. Yeah. I mean, Dang. they deserve to be there yeah. as much as dis- uh, Disco does. I, I feel that we would tear it up. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, though. Like, I feel they definitely edit you the way they want to see you and I don't want to be remembered for the way that they, they choose me yeah and unfortunately like you know there are some queens that are my friends that have mm. been on the show that have been per- portrayed in a negative light and that's that's now their that's now their, their persona and that's mm. how they're known of and it's so sad it it's is so sad you yeah. know but we won't get into the whole right. drag race <laughs> so I do have a question for you guys. Since you have been doing drag for so long, and now drag has become pretty mainstream, um, what do you guys think about that now that there's that new show coming out on Netflix with RuPaul and the show that it's going to be on HBO with the two of the RuPaul girls? Just what do you think about drag being so mainstream now compared to, like, let's say... When well, you I mean, started. first of all, let me say, though, that for us in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, drag was in the epicenter of it. Yeah. We, it You're was, in San Diego. I don't. It, when it, I was there, it was now. big. Yeah. You were. It was. It was a big thing there. So we had the gigs. We. It wasn't. It was still a big thing. You know. Now I, I just. Everybody's a fucking drag queen now. I know. You know. Well, I will and, say. You know, when when I started doing drag in West Virginia because I was there for college. Um, you know, it's a very small town, very redneck. I mean, it's West Virginia. You're still in the hollow, so it's yeah. like. I couldn't imagine doing it there. Yeah, like, <laughs> you would do drag, and, like, I ne- I was very fortunate. I've been very blessed my entire life, like, but especially, like, walking around, like, going to these gigs, you know, at these clubs. I was only ever mugged once, but, um, like, in Redneck Central, and you have, you know, in drag... It's very dangerous. Like, it was a very yeah. dangerous thing to do in dark alleys and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, it was a very, like, the bar was next to the railroad tracks, like, that kind of vibe. And, you know, there's no security back then. There was yeah. security wasn't a thing. Like, anyone could walk up into a bar and, yeah. like, like, I'm, so, like, honestly so blessed here with our security. Like, sometimes Glitz will be like, walk her to her car. Get yeah. her to a car. Because, like, they're so good. But it's a different yeah. time. I remember it's, even starting, like, different. six years ago, yeah. it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine, like... Because yeah, I remember, I like, know. six years ago doing Drag in Memphis, I was, like, walking to my car, like... Fuck. Oh, yeah. People, I was, like, 19. I was, like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm going to get, like... You I'm did, in downtown Memphis. You didn't Memphis, put drag like, on and go walk down the street like you did here. Like, you put drag on in the club and you took it off when you left. Yeah. Like, my wow. experience was totally different. Wow. I, so thank good. God, like, when I went to Fort Lauderdale, like, that... Like, completely changed everything. Like, I would be in drag, and we would go everywhere in some crazy faces. I had the unique 
um, experience, the unique opportunity to work in one of the longest running drag cabarets in South Florida, uh, Life is a Drag at Voodoo Lounge, which was opened by Wendy Taschioni of um, Club Marcella out of New York, um, home of Darien Lake, um, Pandora Box. She came down to Florida, and it was a Sunday night off the chain. I mean, we're talking it was off the shiznizzle, but it, it was straight. It was banana. It, it was, was the straight. most bananas night. Really? It was I've totally ever seen straight. In my life. So I got notoriety at a straight bar. That was how, like, oh, wow. I mean, I was working at the Saints and I did the gay bar circuit. Yeah. But right. I mean, really, my, f- I think it all came from that cabaret show. So mm-hmm. I worked downtown. I worked at the Chili Pepper, which was hardcore straight. Yeah, and right. I would do go go. I go go there for years with Shawnee Rocker, who's in drag LA. and straight bars. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, in nineteen, I, we started that show in nineteen ninety eight, and then I was in that show until I left in okay. two thousand. And this was a big, I mean, like celebrities. Dennis Rodman. Dennis was there Rodman all the was time. part owner after a while. Yeah. I, yeah, celebrity stories. Oh yeah, she does. I do. I you almost fucked Ed, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? Spell uh, it. I was at Liquid. It was uh, Super Bowl weekend. My girlfriend came. He's like, come on, girl. Let's go sit up in um, VIP with Dennis. And I'm like, okay. You know, so we're sitting at this table and we're drinking. And I noticed the bottles all say Rodman. And I was like, Kimmy, is this Dennis Rodman's table? Which, I mean, this story isn't as great now that he's a Trump supporter. But anyway. um, So like, (laughs) right. You know, he's still he's still an an incredible force. I mean, he is an icon. Uh, So, you know, she's like, yeah, Dennis it's Dennis's table. He's upstairs. And I was like, no fuck. And then, you know, he comes walking in and like, there was like 30 of us in the VIP and he beelined straight to me really, and was like, baby, you're so beautiful, you know? And, and this is when I was in my fishy stage. He comes here still. Yeah. He still comes to most. Like, he was yeah. Yeah. Too long ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was wearing this little orange, uh, vinyl mini skirt, <laughs> little puss puss outfit. <laughs> And he's like, you're going to hang with me tonight, right? And I'm like, okay, Danny. And uh, he was with Tyson Beckford. And uh, Tyson uh, kissed my hand. And I was like, I'm never going to wash my hand again. And then, um, so I'll somehow try to make this story not too, too long. But uh, so he's like, you're going to hang with me tonight. And I'm like, okay, okay. He's like, we're going to go over to uh, Crash next, which is another club down the street. And um, at this point, I ran to go get a camera because I'm like, I got to get pictures of this. This is before cell phones. <laughs> there were no cell phones Physical at this time, cameras. people. I mean, I, we Camera. lived in a time was with beepers. Was it a little beepers. disposable one? It was a little disposable. Oh. I had a pager. Yes, the it was, Yeah. And it you was, had to learn the language. Uh-huh. Sure did. Yeah. Boobs, one, two, three, loose. One, two, yeah, one, two, all those three, things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let Miriam's like, Miriam's what? looking at us like we're freaking uh, yeah. crazy. Uh, I remember at, the, the green screen Nokia brick things. Oh no! Yeah, no. no those, those, those were no, out. Period. Those were out at this oh, time. Okay. You couldn't afford one though. They were like fourteen hundred dollars back yeah. then. It was you, insane. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Jeez. It was chaos, not crash. We went to chaos, and I. By the time I got to chaos, he was leaving. So then we walked. We were following him down the street, and there's probably about fifty girls and some guys, and we go into this pizza place, and then Dennis goes behind the bar, and he makes his own pizza, and literally his manager is behind him, like, writing down, like, how much he owes everybody. Like, he's spending this much money, and we'll get you later. And then Dennis, like, just bolts out of the um, pizza restaurant and, like, starts running down Collins Ave. And, like, the girls are just, like, running after him and I'm in my high heels and I'm running after him. And he's, like, (laughs) taking his clothes off, and the girls are literally ripping his 
clothes Shut apart, up. ripping his clothes apart, screaming. And he just stops and he takes his black feather bow and he puts it around my neck and he's like, this is for you, baby. And then um, we get to the Clevelander and at the Clevelander, he stops and he goes, all right, bitches, if you want to keep going, you got to do a shot with me. And he, this is how he weeded the bitches, the drunk ones out. He would, he poured like a 12 ounce cup of Jaeger and the girls had to down it in order to go past, to continue following him. So they would be dropping, like, left and right, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, ooh, daddy, go easy on me. And he just gave me a little bit, and then he, di- he did the rest of my shot because yeah. he wanted me to come. So by now, there's, like, 20 girls from the 50, and we're now on the beach where he strips naked and buck naked, yeah. and he goes skinny dipping. Yeah. And he's like, come on in, baby. Come on in, baby. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't want me to take all this off right now. It's, no, no. <laughs> So I sat on the beach and my, at the time, boyfriend Daniel was with me and Dennis comes out of the water and then we had been taking pictures all night. Fucking Daniel takes a picture of Dennis's dick. (laughs) That's when the manager comes over and taps me on the shoulder and says, give me the camera. And I'm like, no, but there's so many pictures on there I want. I promise I won't share that one. And he's like, give me the camera. So they took my camera away. So I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, the night's over now. I'm thinking, Dennis comes out of the water. They have towels for him. We walk back up to Ocean Drive and there's like a mob of people up there. Just like a mob of people. And like... The bodyguards are holding him back, and we get to the door, and Dennis goes, you, 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 and you. And he picks four girls and me, and he says, come with me. And then we go into the, um, into the building, and we go up into the suite, and everybody's naked at this point, and there's a gangbang about to happen, uh, an orgy. <laughs> but I was nervous. I was like, I was not ready to be with females, but like... <laughs> I saw that dick, and I'm just like, damn, and I wanted it. It was big, girl. I mean, soft. It was, like, to his knees. It was, it's huge. It's huge. He is definitely packing. Brother, be packing. Um, And, like, I think he then sensed my my hesitation hesitation, because I'm like "Uh, my boyfriend's downstairs can I go grab him and Dennis is like sure baby so I go downstairs I grab my boyfriend and I come back up all the while looking at the camera sitting on top of the TV in the other room thinking how am I going to get that camera back and Daniel comes up we never got to get to the camera but when I came back up he was in the bedroom already with the girls and the door was shut so the shit was going down but then the kicker is like five minutes later this lady comes down this fucking spiral staircase and starts screaming, Dennis, you motherfucker, if you fuck up Mr. Clapton's condo one more time, we're never going to be able to stay here again. We were in fucking Eric Clapton's condo. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) And that was my Dennis Rodman story. And, you know, we've been friends, I mean, acquaintances, friends, if you will, uh, over the years. Uh, He then ended up becoming part owner of Voodoo Lounge. So he was at uh, Life's a Drag hey. every Sunday. Um, you and know, he would make it rain $50 bills uh, Yeah, every he would time. just throw money like, out into the audience. Oh, yeah, he would just throw, throw us money. Oh. I mean, I did um, a party for, you know, he was married to Carmen Electra, so I did yeah. her party on South Beach wow. once. Um, and it, it was really cool that we didn't hook up almost because every time I saw him, it was more of like, hey, how are you? Yeah. And it wasn't like a weird kind of situation and he was always really cool to me I have nothing bad to say about him I mean I wish he wasn't so affiliated with Trump I you know but 
But, you know, to each their own. And, I mean, that's why we live in a democracy, so people can have their own opinions. There you go. I don't have to agree with it, but... <laughs> My goodness, I need a cigarette. I'm so sorry. Oh, what um, what other ones with you two? Your adventures. Oh man, what's yeah, the most what's memorable? Good, yeah, what's a good story with like the both of you? Give me yeah. some debauchery of like the two. Because how you. long? How long have you guys been friends? Since 2008. So there are adventures in there. <laughs> I think one of the craziest times maybe was when we got cracked out during the hurricane. <laughs> Which hurricane? <laughs> okay, so this was like the last, like, let's see, this was, was Hurricane it? Wilma? Wilma. Was and it Wilma? You guys were it was in Wilma. Florida, right? We were in Florida, and Wilma hit, and it destroyed, it flattened uh, South Florida. Like, we had no power water for two weeks. We 16 were going, days, we yeah. were eating Dinty Moore potatoes out of a frying pan with a Yeah, we would, go to the, we would go to the FEMA line every day yeah. and get water and ice what? and... Yeah, there, it, yeah, we were cooking out of a a, a, a ditch in the in the backyard. Like. Yeah, yeah, I really thought that was going down. I remember having my mattress over my head in the hallway, and I was like, "Shit's going down right yeah. now." Like, wow. I was really scared for my life, and I was alone. And at this point, we like lived next door to each other. Yeah. She had the house next to me, and I was in an apartment next to her. And um, I mean, there was nothing else to do but to get high. Yeah, we did. She <laughs> never did it. Like. She was Never. a good girl compared to me, really. Well, I mean, believe me. She liked me, her Coke. Believe me, yes, but believe me, I got <laughs> cracked out plenty of time, <laughs> and we would sit and do our, like, literally, what, what do you think is the longest time? We, we would get cracked out, and we would paint our faces. I would go over to her house, and we would sit on the floor with our makeup mirrors, and, like, our whole, like all of our makeup spread out, and we would literally sit there for, like, eight or nine hours, and just, we would start in the morning, and we would just paint, 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 and we would go, we would just paint until like midnight and then we would get our clothes on and we would go out and we would go down to it, like wherever and we would just kiki I think and party. probably the most me- like the memories with you or just painting with you like that yeah. was my highlight wow. with her yeah like we because never really got i never we never really got in trouble no because we, all that all that stuff like the crazy like mm-hmm. stuff like the like the really really hardcore stuff with her like that her Dennis Rodman story, the share story, the, all the celebrity her. stories, like all this kind of stuff. That happened before, before me. Oh, the like, share story is oh. a good one. The, yeah, yeah. That middle share story? story. Well, share was that well, liquid. Share with us. Oh, share <laughs> with us. Why don't you? Share was releasing Believe, and okay. she was doing a party at Liquid in South Beach, and. The uh, I was there every Sunday. I was up in VIP every Sunday, fucking rolling my balls off. I swear to you, I experienced <laughs> time travel because I walked into that club twice one night. Who hasn't? I went. I walked. <laughs> in, I think I took like five Explain. pills. I took five pills and I was really hot. And I went into the bathroom and I was in the bathroom stall. I stripped naked and like poured. I poured water off. I'm. The toilet, out of the toilet, I was just splashing it on me because I was out so the hot. Toilet? Out of the toilet? Oh, my God. When I, so when I walked into the club that night, Madonna's yes. Rain was playing. Rain. And there was just out. blue lights. The video is beautiful. And, you know, you come up an elevator to that club and you walk up. They escort you to the VIP. So I went in. I had rolled. I went into the bathroom. I was splashing. When I came back out, it was the beginning of the night all over again. And I what did the same the night fuck? twice. I swear to you not, like... I remember it, like, so vividly. Drugs are a beautiful thing. Right? So vividly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, so anyway, so that particular night, they told all the drag queens in Miami, do not come to Liquid in drag tonight, because it's okay. all about Cher. We want all the focus and attention on Cher. 
I didn't so. get the, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> because I wasn't working there. I just yeah. went there to party. I was never, yeah. I don't think I was ever booked at Liquid. Never was. I always would dance on stage. You know, it was all about, that was Power's house. Power Infinity was the, the house queen there. And Nestra Infinity um, and uh, Fantasy. Those girls were like my icons. Yeah. Uh, look them up, girl. Mm-hmm. If you don't know them, those like are the legends icons. and icons Absolutely. of South Beach. Kitty Meow, Paloma, uh, and Nestra, uh, 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 Sexilia. I mean, just South Beach has Connie a, Casserole. A I mean, Connie Casserole was one of my biggest, yeah. biggest inspiration. I wanted to be the Kitty Meow of uh, South Beach. and uh, But uh, so I never got the memo. That you weren't supposed to come and drag. And I had just happened to do, like, this big event up at the Saint in Fort Lauderdale. And I had this big fucking red (laughs) feather headdress and this bodysuit. And I arrive, and, you know, all the press is there for share. Bitch, I, they made me cross the street like five times. They're like, no, go back across the street. We need, we need to get more footage of this. And they're like <laughs> stopping traffic. Everybody's fucking honking. And I'm just like, oh, la, 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 caca, caca. You know, and I walk through the door and I'm like up in high whore drag and nobody else is. And all the girls are like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, what? You know, and like Cher comes up. Um, she came out of the elevator and she just came around yeah. the corner and she was just like, hmm, you look good, girl. That's all you need. You know, and then she got up and she performed, and then I think she sued Liquid shortly after that because they turned off all the air conditioners yeah. to give people to make people drink. Because there was something to do with it. Nobody paid to get in. They were it was all guest list, mm. and she was livid that they did that to her fans. And or no, they paid. She made she made them get all their money back okay. because they did that. She was so pissed. So yeah. And that was that night. Um, I'm pretty sure I did a bump with Madonna at heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're what do you mean? Sure. Because I so I was really like, high. So and now she just throws that out casually, there. I know. Yeah. did a bump with Madonna. Sure. So I was at heaven nightclub at after hours and I'm dancing with this chick and this, uh, I'm black Bob. Yeah, wig, and we were dancing. We were grinding up on each other. I was rolling. We did, we did uh, bumps of K together right on the yeah. dance floor, and it was just a lot of fun. And the next day in the newspaper, it said Madonna was at heaven last night wearing a black bob wig, incognito, <laughs> having a good time. You fucking did K with Madonna. Madonna apparently, so did K with Madonna. I'm, I'm I chose pretty the right sure. Drag mother. <laughs> and uh, Bette Midler. Oh yeah, I love, gave her. Wait, I love Bette. Is my he's like the biggest yes. Bette Midler. So they gave Bet the key to Miami Beach. Yes. Um, shortly oh, this is after a good, this is a great the shoe, that damn shoe well, story. What was the shoes one? Uh, the, the shoe story. Remember they uh, Junior Vasquez remixed um, her her song. Oh, fuck. Why can't I think of it right now? Shoot. Beautiful, damn it. Beautiful, I'm beautiful, yeah, I'm beautiful, damn, damn it. Which yes. I have done Which many times. she hates. Yes, she has said it many times. She, she hated hates it. that song. So she was I don't know if she would hate it if she saw it as Winifred Sanderson doing it. Focus <laughs> number like, I do, I love you, bet. So she was that. supposed to be given the key from Gloria Stefan. Who I also love. And I the know. mayor of uh, South Beach, I believe. And... Uh, Gloria didn't make it, so yeah. it was Ingrid Caceres that gave her the key with the mayor, and she was just pissed. She was just over it. She goes, she came on, and the first thing she said is, if I hear that song one more fucking time, I'm going to fucking scream. <laughs> and like, and she goes, oh, am I not good enough for uh, Gloria or the mayor or something? It was, it was, she was pissed. She wasn't happy to be there. Yeah. I was like, I was doing the door, and I was in this, I was wearing my frog dress. Mm, it was yeah. a, a kid's bed sheet with frogs on it. <laughs> 
that was made, made into a dress. It was fierce. It yeah, used it to fierce. be um, owned by Damien Demine, mm-hmm. who is now Miss Alana Starr, who is um, of Paris uh, Maca- uh, Men- Menko Cabaret in Paris. Okay. okay. Um, which I still have a couple pieces from her that were give me downs from Daisy, <laughs> and. Um, I was out front, and, you know, I got to say hi to Beth. She was going in and out. And then I was standing there, and LL Cool J pulled up on a scooter next to me. <laughs> on a scooter? On a scooter <laughs> with his friends. And I'm, like, right here, and he's right in front of me, and he would not even look at me. Really? And I was like, oh, really? You can't even acknowledge me? I'm, like, standing here with green hair and frogs all over my body. And he just told me, he paid me no mind, wouldn't even look my way, and just took off. I mean, literally one foot away. I mean, it was... That's Miami insane. Beach was insane. I mean, I... There are a lot more. I mean, oh. I, Crystal Waters, could, I worked with. She could write with. a book. Like, literally, she needs I, to write I a will. memoir. Someday I will. What would you call your memoirs? Oh, shit. <laughs> what would you Like, um, literally. N- oh, shit. Not, oh, all, shit. not all glitz is glam. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is it. good. And that is all, really not good. Not all discos are dolls. <laughs> 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 we'll work on it. We'll work on it. What would you call your memoir? I would. Disco dot. I would. I would not. I wouldn't write a memoir. Disco. I would have nothing. No, I just would have nothing. I wouldn't have nothing to nothing to talk about. Actually, it would be. It would be more of a Dr. Seuss book and all the places you will go. Yes, exactly. I when I worked with Crystal Waters, I met the funky green dogs which oscar g and at the time pamela williams was their head their front singer and she was the one who did the original um vocals for uh funky green dogs like the good shit the back in the day shit back in the day shit um uh i can't even think of the songs now but i met her and we smoked some weed together and uh we ended up she's like you're really fucking cool would you ever want to go travel with me and i'm like "Mm, yeah and like (laughs) we exchanged numbers and like two months later she goes hey i'm going to germany next week do you want to go and uh, my road manager can't make it i'll pay you a hundred dollars a day and all of your travels um included and so i was like fuck yeah i had to get a passport like immediately we flew over to germany we performed in nuremberg i danced with her on stage yeah and then we like we're in Germany for maybe 12 hours and got back on a plane and flew back and she's like oh I'm going to New Jersey we're doing this big thing can you hang out with me and she goes we're going to be performing with Gloria Gaynor Acid Factor and she's like I'm like okay so I have pictures with Gloria (laughs) Gaynor I got to meet her in um, Pennsylvania and that night we got really drunk and I fucked her and (laughs) you fucked Gloria Gaynor no not (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute I was like could you imagine that would have been a the last pussy I had up until not that long ago was uh, Pamela, 38-year-old um, diva. You know, it was in the dark. Wow. And then she had a boyfriend there who I tried fucking in the shower, too, but he couldn't take my dick. And then I, <laughs> and then I puked and... Um, on them or no? No, not on them. I laughed, like, w- when she was backing up to my dick and yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, give me that white dick. You know, and I was like, I was like, I can't take this anymore. And then, like... <laughs> It was just kind of really strange, and I had to leave. And then, like, um, it got weird after that. <laughs> I, can we beep her name out, maybe? Oh, yes, shit. Yes, we will. Um, well, I mean, they're going to know Funky Green Dogs. <laughs> well, they, they really screwed her over, though. They replaced her with that Tamara chick. She would perform. She would lip-sync body. Need some gut to haunt somebody. Yeah. That was Pamela's vocals. But she lip-synced But she lip-synced them because Pamela didn't fit 
the vision they wanted. She wasn't oh, a pretty, beautiful, you know, she was, yeah. you know, she was a, a lovely lady, but, you know, she was voluptuous. Yeah. She wasn't, and she got fucked over by him, really. Jesus you know, Christ. they wanted a, a certain image that she didn't fit, you know, but wow. Pamela had the voice, girl. I mean, uh, fucking was it fire? Uh, when I see you, oh, make yeah. me lose all control, yeah. like a fire burning yeah. deep in my yeah, soul. Yeah, 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 that yeah, song yeah. was the <laughs> shit, and she That's killed like, oh, those <laughs> lyrics, girl. That yeah. song still gives me fucking goosebumps. That's oh. why Glitz Glam lip syncs. Ah. <laughs> hey, wait. Well, you know what actually, I was well, no, I have my own song. She has a bitch. couple songs. I know <laughs> she's played them <laughs> for me. Uh, I gotta look this up. What song? No, she has them. one of them. Is I like one of them. I'm curious. Well, my first song was. Uh, uh, it was called Freak Life. Um, Tony Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi's uh, cousin, who actually discovered okay. Gloria Gaynor, used to come to which Voodoo did Lounge. Not fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> which I did not fuck. Let's not get that twisted. Used to come to Voodoo on Sundays, and he um, really wanted. He loved our show so much. He wanted to take it on the road. Yeah. So he, um, they put out auditions, and they signed like seven girls to make their own original songs, and. Um, uh, also do covers. So I met with um, a recording artist, Ozzy Aziz, who is also a uh, film actress in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, we recorded a song over the weekend, and it was just basically about the words that are thrown at me in society. Fag, queer, freak, girl, boy, toy, fear, strange, weird, girl. You know, it was like, it was kind of like a spoken word, like, Electro Clash. I'll have to play it for you sometime. Um, I'd be curious. Yeah. Oh, it's and great. I've actually performed it many, many times. Have you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Wild yeah. Child has, Sean Wildchild has performed it. There's mm -hmm. been a few queens that have performed it. And wow. Larry T, uh, um, a famous DJ in um, Europe, has taken my song and played it over there. So, so I'm yeah. curious, since you guys, uh, you both have been doing drag for so long, who now... Or but this is two part. Who, when you guys were growing up, really inspired you, and kind of shaped where you're going, where you are now, and who currently are you guys fans of and inspires you? You want to go first? Whether it's music, um, whether it's an actor, whether it's other queens. I think like when I was when I was starting out in West Virginia, like, um, you know, as like a little baby drag. There, it w I would have to say it was different there than it was when I, you know, went to Fort Lauderdale because a lot of things opened up to me in Fort Lauderdale and, like, I got to see a lot more and experience a lot more and became aware of a lot more. Um, so in West Virginia, like, it was more about, like, I don't know, the people that were around me because um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, I was just doing drag and, like, just trying to fit in. Like, this is something that I like to do and I you know, had a lot of fun at it, but it was all about being a fishy girl and doing like slow ballad numbers and gowns and like <laughs> with fishy hair and like, you know, I can't, oh, I know we can't say that word fishy anymore, but, um, yes, you, can. <laughs> you, can you know, and like, and like doing that. So really it was about the people that were like yeah. around me at that time. And like, um, you know, music was inspirational and stuff like that. But when I got to, Florida and I had my eyes open to a lot of other things like it was all about like more of like the original club kids mm -hmm. and like Lee like you were talking about and um a lot of a lot of the old school old like school, 80s school. 90s um like uh, culture like the club kid culture and yeah. the electro culture and like yeah, sure. all that was my biggest inspiration 
uh, back then. When you were growing up and yeah. getting into the drag scene and all yeah. that. Yeah, I really, I really thought that, like, the pioneers of drag, you yeah. know, back then, like, the the club kids, the lady bunnies, the... Um, Lip Sinka. Yeah. I was obsessed uh, with Mistress Formica. Like, oh, I, yes. I, was, <laughs> I thought she was like everything. Lip Sinka was yes. great. Like, the um, biggest compliment I've ever gotten in drag was somebody was like, You are the Lip Sinka of today. And I was like, Thank you. It Were only they happened high? Once. Were they drunk? No. I appreciate it. Your Lip Sink like, is yes, thank sickening. You. Yeah. Thank yes. you. But like, I was like, Wow, that's a huge. Because she's yes. just such a tight. Oh. And the monologue. If people don't, like, if, the, if you don't know who Lip Sync is, oh my god, god. You, you have to. You have to. Absolutely. And that's a huge idol. Like, it's yeah. only been told to me once because most people don't know who she is. No, yeah. a lot of people and don't. They were like, oh, you are like the Lip Sync of you. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was like first starting out, like one of my big inspirations too was Misunderstood from New York. And yeah. like, she, I was obsessed like, with her hair and her costumes and everything like that. And like, over the years, like, you know, I did a lot of traveling to New York and like all over the country with one of my old jobs and stuff. But like, I was am very fortunate to now call her a friend and we talk and like we do gigs to get. Like, well, she now runs an entertainment business, like a drag queen, Screaming Queens, and yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I like, have no, done a yeah. lot of work with them and yeah. like so a lot of it comes full circle. And you know, she's I've got to meet a lot of the old school like idols and icons and stuff like that um so it's been amazing but now i would say i don't i don't even know anymore like drag now is just so like and we were and you were saying earlier it's just so saturated and everyone's a fucking drag queen and everybody is fierce and everybody you know is uh, has a youtube channel and a fucking Instagram account and like everybody like every it's so different and yes I good or bad or wrong no I still look up to the original icons like I still look back because they're still so influential and stuff and like even though people are looking at a TV show and calling that inspiration and calling that you know the next generation of drag it's not it's all regurgitation it's all regurgitation it's It's all been done and it's it's all been done very few are original there's it's a lot of cookie cutter beauty now. And yes, there's beautiful queens and there's talented queens. And a lot of these queens that are out there that are in the limelight are very, very talented. But there's so much more out there. <laughs> yeah. There's so much more out there who, to experience. Who Who's on your radar personally that isn't in the, in the mainstream right now that you're like, this is somebody I've been following for a while and they're just amazing. And they are that original voice she doesn't follow any young queen she's given up no no not, not that i've given up you know like i still love what i do and i still yeah. love to be out there but you know mama's got to think about retirement and i've got to think yeah. about you know having health insurance and like <laughs> having true. like That's having like all these so things i have like, to literally every yeah. day it's a new queen what like, about you glitz who who's who when you were growing up inspired you like who do that and then the other part of it now, like who? So I mean, in the beginning, I, hands down, uh, Damien Devine was mm. my inspiration. the 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 day that I knew drag was my calling was I. I mean, I had gone to at the time it was called Icon Twelve Thirty Five. Prince uh-huh. owned it. It was his club in South Beach, um, and at midnight they would have like a front room and they would open the double doors and you would like rush up into this big cavernous like old theater space. Oh wow! And um like 
the very first time I went there, it was complete darkness, just full of smoke, and you hear divas to the dance floor, please, <laughs> divas to the dance floor, please, and then the single spotlight just lit up these two queens standing on the pedestal. One was Damien, and one was Daisy Dead Petals, and they had um, their hair was made out of rolls of movie film. Oh yeah, I've seen. And oh, wow. they had their lashes were like out to here. They were like foot long lashes, yeah. and with these tight corsets and fucking platform stilettos and they snapped their fucking fingers and it the music started and it was mind-blowing i mean my role may have kicked in at that moment too (laughs) but like the the feeling they gave me was i wasn't looking at a female or a male i was looking at this artistic beautiful creature and it was like and that's what i want all people to know that they are. They're not male or female, straight or gay, black or white. We're all individual, beautiful, colorful human beings. And that's what I think drag is to me, mm-hmm. you know? And, and they were always hold places in my heart. And like, I feel like I was kind of like a, a drag snatcher of sorts. Like a drag snatcher. If, so I would see certain little details from each queen and, I loved that detail from them, and I would take it and incorporate oh, it into my look. Oh, I think we all look. do that. We all do. Oh, yeah, you know, but that, that was like the years of always having the different face was always testing those things out. You know, um, and, but like that would be, there was you would have to ask like look wise performance performance wise TP Lords will always. Oh my god! I've cried watching TP perform. Like literally, have cried. I've cried watching Power Infinity perform. Like she like incredible just the yeah. power like she to be called power is like there is no other word to watch I know, you may not know who she is but if you've ever been to a white party yeah. anywhere across the country i mean this bitch serves she slays and like so inspirational you know as i get older i've never been a slayer i've never been a lip syncer i mean i'm Polish tone deaf and I have a, a huge overbite so I don't think anybody could ever say I'm glad you said it before I did <laughs> I don't think anybody like, could don't talk about Marianne that ever way. say that I was ever the best at lip syncing I feel I get the emotion across some days but you know I deflect with glitter um, <laughs> you know these days I like, like honestly you know Jackie B is really up there I for me oh so my god Jackie god. is amazing and you know Miriam really inspires me. Like, she pushes me to... Oh, my God. She does, because you push me to be out of my comfort (laughs) zone. Like, I've I've never worked as hard as I have. It's my moment. Really, it's true. She fucking makes me do it. And I, she always tells me, you're doing tea party next month. And I go, fuck you. I really don't want to do it. I never want to do tea parties. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I never want to do it. Message me and they're like, <laughs> they just love her numbers. You do, but that's you what do I love great about the tea, at party. the tea party. Well, thank you. But like, like you know, it's, it's hard. The same it's thing. Hard. It's it hard. is. It's fucking hard. It pushes it's, you. It pushes yeah. you creatively. You can't just go do it. I'm used to just going up and doing a number off. You got to yeah. fucking chop that shit up, you know. And, and, and put it together. New outfits, new hairs. Yeah, now that the tea party is where it's at, People are expecting to go. There's to a bar. There's a bar. You yeah, know? and, and in that respect too. I mean, Chad. Yeah. Chad is. Oh my God. I can't. No, Chad gives so me perfect. chills. Like Chad yeah. is flawless. I've never Shh. seen an off day perfect. with her. Never. Just... Never. Even even on a day like maybe I wasn't as impressed or yeah. I don't know. I could never. Maybe once in the years that I've seen her perform, I was like, oh, that was cute, you know. But yeah. still, it was perfect. It's, like mm-hmm. I have She's nothing just... that I could ever. She's just so thought of and calculated and professional um, and just well thought out yeah. like even like being like social media friends with her mm. every single response on social media 
is she's thought, thought out. Yeah. She thinks about everything she does. She's just a different, she's cut off a different cloth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just, um, she's just like a step ahead of everybody else. Okay. Whereas I don't think she's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like with that, she's just so observant. And just, she knows herself, I think, is yeah. the big thing. She's very self-aware. And she yes. shows herself. She knows how to, exactly she knows her what brand. She, yeah, she I knows love. herself and she shows each person exactly what she wants to show them. And as, like, as dominant as she is, there's, like, a certain humble quality yeah. to her. Like, she's very nurturing. Like, I can call her and, like, yeah. ask for help and she would be there she's for like you. She's, like, a very real person. You know, yeah. I don't know that... I think we're probably lucky to have her. I mean, we're very lucky to have her oh, yeah. as a local. Like, yeah. people from all over the world come to see her. I and we get to see her, her all the time. She's even on Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Come she's, here. she's amazing. See you know? Yeah. And then, you know, I have like queens from across the sea that I've always admired. Mona Lisa Angel was oh, an amazing okay. queen um, from France, I believe. I find a lot of inspiration in Ryan Burke is pretty oh, yeah. fucking amazing. Like, mm-hmm. Ryan Burke is kind of how I used to be. Like, I used to put that kind of detail and everything into... Where what, are they based out of? Ryan now is in France, but he was from, I think, Chicago, and then moved to New York, and, like, he really got on board with Suzanne Barsh and Over the Top. And, Barsh, yes. um, I want to meet her. The party. Party. I worked with yeah. Suzanne. One of the first parties I did um, in, in South Beach, I went to, and I, knew, I loved... Was uh, the party that she has... had behind the Delano, and like misunderstood was um, was mowing the lawn. Oh yeah, I uh, remember this. <laughs> Kabuki Starshine was like shaving her armpits in a bathtub in the middle of the lawn. Lady Bunny what? was um, ironing clothes in front of an airstream on the beach. Um, just like fucking random this is, shit. This is what the parties were in the nineties. That's what the parties were. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, spared yeah, you yeah, no yeah, expense. Yeah, the drag like queens would be in like cargo net from the ceiling throwing Everything flowers. Everything was an event. Huge. Yeah. It was an event. Over the top. Was, like, at the no wrong time. They spent just, so much money. I mean, we just were in a place that it was like yeah, money yeah. was not an object. Well, and it was also you know because it wasn't so saturated and because we had the freedom you know to d- do and look the way that we wanted to like and bars paid like we would make four five six a thousand dollars just to go wow. like hang out in a, not even perform just, hang just out. to be eye candy just and just go hang out at a bar you know and that was more like the production companies the bars were could be kind of. Well, I mean, it would just, yeah, it would depend. I remember getting paid like two, three hundred dollars just to show up at a bar and like just hang out, you know, and that was like a weekly gig, Mm -hmm. you know. Now we can, now we make $50 to perform six numbers and, you know, it's, I just what it is. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm saying other queens, you know. I went through the $50 stage, though. Yeah. Yeah. I did. When I first started at St. and like Electra and stuff, I was was 50 bucks. (laughs) No, I did. Did You're still there. Yeah, you're still there. I still pay you 50 bucks on Tuesday, girl. (laughs) Pay me. <laughs> Not well. I am so glad we finally got to sit down with both of you. We can talk for like a whole nother. We haven't oh, even gotten into it. Yeah, we haven't talked about really, yeah. and we're yeah, already like so, over an hour. Should we say we should? T- You're should coming we back. Yes. Yes. No, yeah, yeah, you guys absolutely. Definitely. And next time you guys come, I want to get you in the actual studio so we could get you yeah, liquored up. And then I was going to say, like, I think we should get in drag and get have some and drinks yes, and like really get because when I get drinks or I. 
smoke weed, then I, I know, say things I'll regret. No, it's fine. We won't. Shut up, my husband. I have a husband to think about. Bring up, honey. The things we'll just do bumps of K with Madonna. The things that your husband and all of us have been through. He's he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yes, but we definitely have to have a part two with both of you because yeah, because we barely because I just looked at the time and I'm like. It's we're over an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Are we having to scratch the surface? Oh yeah. no, I know. But I'm yeah. so glad that we got you on at least now, and we're gonna we're gonna have you back on for sure. So how do people find you, Disco? Uh, they can find me on social media at Disco Dolly with an I E um, on Instagram, uh, Justin Parker on Facebook. Disco Dolly on Twitter, twi- Twitter, 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 Twitter. Showing her. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Um, and then you can find me every single goddamn night of the week at Urban Mo's. Yeah! yeah. Yes, Urban karaoke. Oh, yeah, I host Thursday. karaoke. Yeah, what nights on, do you have going on right now? I host karaoke on Thursdays. Um, we do. What else am I doing? We have a new gamer night that's going to be fun. We're your drag race hosts. So whenever oh, yeah. drag race oh, figures nice. out their schedule, it's mm-hmm. us three. Yeah, it's so us we're three. The, we're doing yeah, that. Well, maybe her. How? Um, <laughs> oh, maybe you? you? Yeah, maybe I'll her. I don't know. If you have time anymore, you know. I'm very we have a new gamer night coming up soon that's going to be all yeah, ages Yeah, we have gamer well. night kind here. Of gamer, like gamer gamers? Yeah, like hey, gamer. They hook up the... You don't know about gamer no. night? Oh, oh my God. Super Super Smash Brothers tournament. 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 I didn't know what night is this. No, well, it just started. The first one will be the new revamped version. It will be starting on the 11th, and then it's the second and fourth Monday of every month. And it's 18 and up. It's 18 and up. Here at yeah. Urban Mode. Like, yeah. Like Video game. It's going to be crazy. And it's broadcast Monday, too. Yeah. So 250 yeah. Smirnoff cards. And hey. how do people find you, Glitz? Um, you can find Glitz Glam on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm Glitz Glam Diva, but I don't really use Twitter much. I never really got into it. <laughs> um, I think I'm mostly um, active on Instagram, in mm-hmm. which somebody already took my name. So um, I just have Jesse, J E S S E underscore Glam, which um, I am having a reinvention coming up soon. So, I'm um, working on something. It's a Who Invited Her exclusive. Uh, child about this. We'll just say it will be fans only. Oh! oh. Um, only and then yes. you all need to keep your eyes and ears open for something new coming to San Diego. Oh, I know what that's happening. I know, oh, what I know about that. Do we get a tease? Wait, do I know it? about that? We just met about it yesterday. Bro. Oh, yes, I know yes. what it's about. Oh, and what is it? I might a have hint. something on the back burner as well, something new. Is it a direction? I don't know about. Me- no, yeah, because I just talked about oh, it. So I just curious. had a meeting oh, about the it today. Oh, tea that is about yeah. to be spilled. Ah. I may have a new show starting <gasps> soon, so I will inform everybody about that. Remember who you're booking first. Disco and I have been doing this for a very long time. We have a lot of connections in the industry. We have a lot of experience and education to share. To share. And there may be a location for newbies to go to shop, perhaps. I know what to learn. To learn, to dabble. Well, whatever it is, when you guys launch it, come on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. We will promote the shit out of it. These two shows. I know. We like scraped. I know. That's how I feel. I was like, oh my God. We didn't even talk about how me and Glitz met. No, we didn't get into any of that. It'll be a cliffhanger. We scraped. Cliffhanger. Stay tuned, bitches. Yes. <laughs> and how do people find you, Miss Marion T? You can find me on Instagram at the Mary 
IMT. I'm also your hostess at Lip San Diego on Wednesday and Sunday nights. And make sure to get your tickets for Miriam's Tea Party Ugly Christmas Sweater Party yes. on December 21st. It's our biggest cast yet. 16 drag queens. One show. Bring your ugly Christmas sweater. We're going to have a contest. It's going to be fun. <laughs> get your tickets. UrbanMoes.com slash Tea Party. Yes. And you guys can follow the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. And we are Who Invited Her SD on Facebook and Twitter. You can email us at the king at who invited her um, dot net. And buy our merch. merch. Yes, we have merch, so it's on the website. Yeah. <laughs> you can follow the podcast at who invited her SD on Facebook and Twitter and who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram. You can always email us at the gang. Um, we love hearing from you guys. And <laughs> this has been fun. I, I cannot like wait it. for like part two with you guys. And yeah, okay. I know. We're going to have to go through like old four. pictures yeah. and stuff and like think of like, okay, yeah. wait, they, okay, oh wait, my we God. need to bust out the photo about this. album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't no. wait to get you guys in the studio and be in the who invited her like. The, the room. Yes. Because <laughs> it's the a totally different studio. Vibe. Yes, it's totally uh, different. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll be fun. There's lots yeah. of champagne, lots of yes. 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 But yes. Glitz doesn't drink anymore. It's fine. We'll she's special occasion. Look at her stone. Look at her stone. No, no she will drink for this. Because She'll when drink, we no, drink special together. Special occasion. Special occasion. Go. It's an there event. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you. So happy we got both of you on after talking about it for what, a year? Yeah. We've been talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you for Urban Mose. Yes. 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 Yeah. They've been, yeah. Come see awesome. Us. Come see us. We're always, always here. Always <laughs> really yeah. Just look, look for the bald one. <laughs> the bald beard oh, one. Look for our new gorgeous rainbow flag drag queen mural on the yes. side of the building. Check it out. Yeah. Which is Alex on the University. Alex, yes. And we have Third. to name her still. We're going to do a contest. We need to oh, name her. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I love Local it. artist in San Diego. He's um, amazing. So amazing. And hot. Yeah. And sexy. And he's been around San Diego for a long time. Yeah, he's done a lot of work, work. in Hillcrest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to let him work. Ah, you gotta get and on that wife. note. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, bye, girl. Bye. Natural the way you are. I would like you in a lot I will parade you down the high street You've got the attraction You've got the pulling power Walk my little doggy Walk my little sex door We can make a scene We're a team Making the headlines Sounds like a dream When we hit the floor You just watch them move aside We will take them for